And now, live from the studios of Freedom's Phoenix, Ernest Hancock. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I matters most. We are still here! And a fear, 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 dear, and declare your independence. I'm only afraid of uh, pushing the wrong button. You know, don't touch that wire. I, I, I know, I know. Tim knows, man. You know, when I get uh, Tim Pachote, the LibertyAdvisor.com. You know, um, when I I, I get the set up in Washington here by this weekend, and so on. Can I get an hour, hour and a half with you on the Zoom to help me walk through some of the settings on the OBI? Kind of, you know, Tim. I need some Tim. Yeah, really put me on the spot there. But yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 damn Skippy, I did. First question. You know, I need to, some help because uh, we're, you know, we got the green screen material and all the stuff and doing trying. Now we got to focus. We are done with the bus. Now we got to focus on the studio and so on. And that it, it's, you know, because this thing is just getting going. Everybody thinks, oh, the election's almost. I go, you thought this was about the election? You know, this is this is going on and it's just this is just a mile marker. You know, it begins and. You know, I got a lot of people. We had uh, Sheriff Mack on and uh, uh, John Whitehead from Rutherford Institute. And I'm, they're not confident, uh, regardless of all of the support for Trump, I'm not, I didn't think they were going to let him get it in 16. You know, and I sure as hell don't know they don't want him to have it this time. But Biden, what do you think is going to happen to uh, the economy and stocks and business and everything if Biden gets in, they're going to pass a billion trillion dollar stimulus bill of it's OK. Don't worry about it. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Well, I see an article here where it's uh, talking about how progressives push for Elizabeth Warren as Treasury Secretary, signaling bigger ideological battle if Biden wins. So, I mean, just imagine having Elizabeth Warren as your Treasury Secretary. I mean, it's, 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 it's honestly it's, it's laughable at this point. Like, I'm not even like getting mad or anything. It's just, you know, very funny to me. And then, uh, you know, yeah, Bitcoin, you know, still hanging in there at 13,130 right now. And that would probably be a very good sign for Bitcoin, probably be a good sign for gold and for for uh, not not investment advice. But that's just uh, my personal opinion on that. And it seems like they're really going for broke. I mean, not just making our country broke, but just, you know, getting out as much i mean stuff that would have seemed i mean now it's conservative to only have you know 1.8 trillion dollar stimulus uh you know because 2.2 would be too much but you know 1.8 is apparently now like the sweet spot or wherever wherever the hell they're at i don't even really pay attention anymore but i do i do see now there's this big push and i'm trying to find the article over here here it is and this is the headline there's almost no presidential election scenario that the market forecasters don't like so it's like oh if trump wins market goes up if biden wins the market goes up but they're also trying to paint the picture of oh if uh, if biden wins it'll be even better for the market but you know i think a lot of that is you know sort of in reverse of what they were doing to trump in 2016 we're like oh if trump gets elected the market's going to tank and then it tanked for you know uh you know two hours in the in the futures market. Speaking of market tanking, not a quick segue. The market, we'll get to this market uh, right before it came out, was down over 800 points on the Dow. Mm. Uh, 
which is, you know, sizable. Yeah, Tuesday. Actually. I mean, <laughs> especially, especially seeing how it was down, uh, you know, I think 650 on Monday. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, we're looking at it was already down three and a half percent this week going into today. So, I mean, what's that now? I mean, it's got to be, you know, pushing five or six percent at this point. Yep. Back over 800 down on the Dow. Anyways, uh, not to segue off of that. But, uh, yeah, it seems like the market is, you know, heads they win, you know, tails we lose. And either way that, the, that they're forecasting that the S&P and Dow goes up because it's all these big globalist tech companies and other big globalist companies that are the ones that get all the, you know, uh, you know, we the people get the chicken feed, and then these, you know, big companies get all the, you know, large ass. They get all the stimulus. Oh um, yeah, and looking at the Dow Jones now, that you put the five day in there, man, it's been taking a dump. Holy crap! I want to. Yeah, I mean, the stock market is. I mean, I wish people would go listen to the, the very first podcast I ever made, official one, where it said, "Listen, they're going to Nicholas Biddle." Donald Trump. And what that means was Nicholas Biddle was the first, or not the first, he was a treasury secretary underneath, or I guess yeah, they didn't have the Fed back then, but he was sort of like the second central bank governor, head of the, basically the, the, their version of the Fed, the second central bank. He was the head of that. And then he pulled the credit on Andrew Jackson right before the election to try to screw Andrew Jackson. But, you know, this time, all they need to really do is, you know, have the market go. Uh, we lost, he, he cut. I'm looking at this. It's 2,200 points since October 12th. It's gone down. I'm like, damn, damn. All right. Well, we got that. Um, Donna, we lost uh, Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an internet thing. This is what you know. What's having a, a big impact on being able to do this stuff. Now, when people do um, on the street reporting or live streaming from their phone, and they're, they're in a metropolitan area. You don't see that unless it's, you know, delayed and it's loaded up, you know, for uh, something that happens in rural America kind of stuff. This is, but that's not like that in other countries. You know, you go to other countries, they're going, oh, what, what's your problem, Ernie? How come you're not, what's your problem? And I go, because, because it's a problem. That's why, you know, um, you know, you could uh, switch it. Did it uh, disconnect from connected, secured, connecting? Doing the Zoom. This is, we have a Verizon uh, modem hotspot thing and AT&T. And it kind of goes between the two, which one. And then, you know, they, they limit you and throttle you and they do all kinds of stuff. This is what we're finding out. You know, this is America. This is not as, it's not as uh, cool as you think. Well, go ahead and just call them and just do it by the phone. We can, we have, we can adapt, overcome, screw them. No, 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 no. Let me plug this in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has, uh, you know, super gig service, you know. Yeah, that's him calling. Yeah, we're connected. I did it. It's a, now, man, I got you there. Are you still good? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, internet problems and chasing internet. So. You know, it's I had to go from the LAN system to the Wi-Fi card into the Love Bus and switch from the AT&T to the Verizon. The gun, yeah, they don't want you talking. You're not you're not allowed. How much have we get into a minute into the next one? I'm sorry, guys. You know we're, you know. Oh, speaking of which, five <laughs> seconds after we got off the call last time, uh, when I was driving back, are we are we uh, on air right now? Or mm -hmm. we're just gonna be. So yeah. yeah. So five seconds after I got off the call last time, 
Uh, the uh, well, yeah, I was going to think of another bad word here, but uh, the people <laughs> over at YouTube, the awesome people over there, decided to kick World Alternative Media off of YouTube. Now, you know, obviously knew that was coming, and thankfully that you know Derek knew backed us up on IPFS, and we're backed up in other places. But uh, yeah, it happened last week. You know, moments after we got off, uh, after I was off the air with you. They, yeah, uh, see, this is why I'm not so everybody's on my case. What you got, oh, the people are here and you got to go here to here and do the here. And I'm going, all that effort is just wasted when it matters the most. And I can see, and, and they think this election is the election, you know, this is the cycle. This is, this is it. You know, this is the big deal. And I'm going, no, this is not, they're, they're just exercising their biceps and showing you what they can do. And then they're going to do it. It's going to be a thing. I can I can see what's coming, and um, so Starlink it's has my interest. But of our lifetime, what? It's the most important election of our lifetime. Don't you don't you know that? Yeah, in but in what this respect? Election is the most. I was uh, yeah, I'm, I, yeah. I was saying that facetiously because I know, but that. I mean, in what respect? I mean, it is an important time period in history, but. I'm I for it's something all part else. Of the plan, Ernie. We were, the the plan the plan was to have you know Trump's last three former campaign managers all wind up in jail to have the entire country locked down, so, so that way they could round up all the pedophiles one day before uh, they you know Trump you know wins again. And I mean obviously I'm saying this all jokingly right now. And uh, and you know then he's going to take over the Federal Reserve you know some probably on Monday. And so we just needed to wait, you know, exactly four years for him to implement everything that, you know, the QAnon people told us that he'd be implementing. And uh, everyone should just shut up, sit down and be quiet because other people have got got it all taken care of. Shut him. up so, and believe. Uh, you know, shut up and believe. Have you seen those pictures? How anybody could still. I've actually had some of the biggest Q people I know actually apologize to me uh, in the past week, uh, unsolicited. So I do feel a little, you know, a little bit. In what way? For that. what? You know, that they were just holding on the hope that, you know, that, you know, between, you know, three months ago in the election that the Dow was going to be at 100,000 and all these, you know, Nassara, Jassara, global debt reset. This, but, but, you know, in, in the positive light, not the, you know, the other reset that they're planning on us, because there is this whole great reset. I don't know if you saw the video James Corbett did on this, but he did one. I was, when I was driving across country, I had a lot of time to listen to content and uh, he did a whole video on on the great reset. And you can go to. Oh, man, I forgot what, what it says, World Economic Forum, and then they have like a slash, you know, Great Reset. They talk about it on their own website. They have a own microsite de- devoted, to, devoted to this. The guy that's behind this is this guy, Klaus Schwab, who, uh, Schaub, who lo- looks and sounds like a James Bond uh, supervillain type guy. And it's just, uh, and they, and, but anyways, getting back, and it was sort of, you know, went on a tangent over here. But anyways, you know, a lot of people thought that, oh, you know, Q, because of QAnon and all the White House and the government that, you know, all the energy patents are going to be released. There's going to be a new day for America. All the pedophiles will be rounded up. The Federal Reserve is going to be taken over by Trump and get, gotten rid of. All the debts are going to be uh, wiped out. And it's just going to be, you know, a whole new day for America. And it was going to happen sometime between, you know, July and, you know, basically now. And so unless someone's holding out, you know, the next six days for this stuff to happen, I think that you guys put all your hope into the and put all your eggs into the wrong basket over here. And, um, and so, yeah, I've had, and it's been more, not just one person. It's been multiple people who've, who've said similar things to me and have actually, you know, apologized unsolicited. I didn't go and ask for it, but, but not, but I am, I am taking apologies. So I know there are people out there who bet me a steak dinner on some of this stuff happening that have yet to pay up. So, you know, I'm, 
I'm uh, I'll get my. Well, how's business going? Are they going? Yeah, you know, I'm feeling a little bit better about Tim taking care of my money. You know, how's that going? Yeah, I mean, especially for the people that got in early, and you know, like you were telling them to, you know, years ago. You know, those people are definitely sitting pretty because you know we got almost all the gains last year, didn't get the losses, and, and so if you take a look at it, like in 2018, the very end of 2018, when you know by the time I was finally able to get going over here because you know of all the crap the government put me through. Uh, you know, basically, I was, you know, we prevented people from losing a ton of money at the fourth quarter 2018 when it went down 20%. And then in 2019, everybody else had to, you know, jump back up to basically get back to where they were before. But since we only went down like 2% during 20, during the last quarter of 2018, that when, then when we went up, you know, 26% roughly last year, we were already going up from a high level. So it wasn't like everybody else that went up, you know, 30% to get back to even, you know, we were already at a high level and then went back up again. And then, uh, you know, at the worst of it, we were down around like four or five, depending on, you know, when you got into this in March, uh, when everybody else was down like 34. And, and now most of our, again, not everyone has the exact same strategy. So I can't, I'm just going to like paint this in broad strokes. Some people don't have any crypto with us and because they already have a bunch of their own. Some people already have a bunch of gold in their own. So they don't need more with us. And so, uh, but yeah, I mean, most people are doing, you know, sitting pretty, you know, compared to where they, where they would have been, especially if they got in early and you were, you know, beating my drums, you know, uh, and saying, Hey, you know, if, if Tim messes up on this and he's not the guy, then you're an idiot or something. But, you know, luckily I, you know, I proved you right. And the people that got in early with me, right. And it's, you know, and it's not, you know, I'm not, well, it's because know, we can see there's here. a philosophical thing, you know, with what's going on. And that's what I invest in and, in, you know, in people and business and opportunities is, you know, what's their end goal? What's their, you know, and you're making progress towards that. And, you know, they're protected and they, you know, get some gains. So I, I and it's new. It was an opportunity to extract yourself from this manipulated machine. That's one of the things I was looking for. I'm glad you're able to provide them. But. You know, this is um, going to turn out how? What is inevitable about the stock market and the market and the economy and trade? And, you know, what are you looking at that you go, yeah, they're not talking about this. What are they What are they not talking about? I mean, I, I do see, and actually I've got another article over here where it's uh, BlackRock downgrades U.S. Treasuries ahead of election, unlikely Biden win in fiscal expansion, which is really cute seeing as how BlackRock was the company that was brokering the sale of all the bullshit junk bonds to the Federal Reserve and getting a commission and offloading their own junk bonds in the form of uh, one of their ETFs to uh, the Fed and actually getting brokering commission on that. And then now they're saying, oh, you know, the U.S. government's spending too much money. Uh, but they just think, oh, you know, maybe the rates are going to go up a tiny percent, half percent here, one percent there. They just think it's going to be, you know, uh, like their cataclysmic scenario is just like, oh, you know, the stock market's only going to go, up, you know, five percent and not, you know, 10. You know, so no one's really in the mainstream out there is really. Uh, you know, too worried about this. But the average person out there is starting to become worried about this. This is an article from yesterday on Market Watch. And most investors now expect the U.S. stock market to crash like it did in October of 87. And then they're saying and why that's good news. And so, you know, it, and I do understand what they're saying. So if everybody thinks something is going to crash, that actually is sort of a contrarian indicator that it probably would go higher. However, we're already at, you know, almost all-time high levels. You know, I don't know. It went we, down since October Twelfth or probably, I, it's gone I, down like twenty two hundred points. I was I was I was saying you didn't let me finish running the sentence. I was like barring this week. So I mean just this week, I mean it's down almost, you know. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs>
Temperature. My name is Jacob Hornberger. I'm president of the Future of Freedom okay, Foundation, I'm, which Congressman um, Ron Paul awarded for having an outstanding freedom website. Hold on. Write us at. Okay, can you hear me? Yep. All right. The um, I'm afraid Bob says that the LRN signal is crackle a little bit. It's not as good as the stream, which usually it's the other way around. But I'm afraid to touch anything, you know. Um. Well, just tell everybody to go to the stream. Well, no, I need to, you know, whatever. You know, uh, let me see what Bob says. Because if it's um, still got a crackle, I can change back to the LAN. I mean, to the Ethernet. Okay, yeah, I'll let you, you do that. You figure that out while I got, I'll look at some other stuff over here. Well, I'm not sure I'm going to do it. Typing. Oh, uh, Monday, Union of the Unwanted. What? You want? You want? You want to be on? Uh, I can send you the link for Union of the Unwanted on Monday. Uh, it should be a good one. Like Sam Tripoli and uh, I think John's going to be on yeah, it. Yeah, send uh, me. Anyway. Yeah. There's a chance we can get uh, the legend himself, Gio Griffin, on. I know. I know John is working on that right now. On what? The that group. Yeah. For for, for Monday specifically. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. Uh, break around, wait till you come back in. All right. One of the guys is trying Keep to get Alex Jones on, but then I know no one else. Oh, speaking of which, Al, I, last night it was like Christmas come early. I didn't know this was, this was even going on, but uh, Alex Jones was on Joe Rogan again. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I, I listened to Drunk. Like 85% of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could tell Alex had been, you know, sipping the bourbon. You know, the. Um, the apple juice. <laughs> Well, you know, he was, yeah, him talking about taking a break, man. I mean, you know, I could, you know, take a break. Yeah, you know, we need a break from him just as much as he probably needs a break, you know. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, this is, I don't know. How how far along you come in with your, uh, you know, fifth wheel kind of stuff? Well, uh, the court got all the divorce paperwork. Yeah, wait, what's today? Actually, they get it today. Actually, I thought it was yesterday, but yeah, no, they get it on the twenty eighth. So that's today. So I, you know, I, they now it's in the judge's hands, and so whenever they feel like, you know, getting the official stamp of, on divorce, then I can start actually going forward to implement some of this stuff. But I mean, the big impetus was you know before all this traveling, before I went back and forth across country, and so now I mean I can sort of, you know, wait a little bit because I really wanted to have it all you know ready to go like you know if i could have had it before jack lope or anything but i couldn't my hands were tied until the divorce was official so now i'm hip i'm sorry you have to go through that she doing okay yeah she's doing fine yeah she got you know taking care of the um uh what about josh is he still under quarantine is he gonna go somewhere else is he you know what what's his plan Wow, so you gotta you gotta hear this guy's saga. So are we back on air yet? Forty know, seconds. Why don't we just save it for the for on air? It is sort of interesting. All right, all right, right, we'll do that if you're willing to. Yeah, okay, okay. He's uh, stuck in Montenegro. <laughs> oh really? Well, yeah, we went country. to um, you know, we were at Jay's. Uh, we we did an IPFS thing. James Corbett and I with a, a teacher in Australia that's teaching his students IPFS because they had problems before. <laughs> And uh, Luke Radowski joined us, you know, so finally Luke, you know, the mysterious Luke came on. And um, his whole thing has been, 
you know, how to monetize from being demonetized of whatever. He's doing okay, but you know, all right, here we're coming back. .fm to learn how. Broadcast.lrn.fm. Yep. And now, live from the studios of Freedoms Phoenix, Ernest Hancock. And Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor.com. Yep. It's an internet thing, but we have skills. We've, you know, moved from AT&T to the Verizon router to from the LAN to the wireless to kind of, you know, made it happen. Because, because made it happen. You know, this and the stream keeps buffering about every 20 seconds. It may be a bandwidth thing, you know, and just, oh, whatever. But anyway, we got the recording going, so we'll be good. We'll put it in the archive. Now, uh, you go to LRN and, uh, you know, you'll get there. Fortunately, there's a lot of different ways to get it. But, you know, a lot of the guys, they um, do. Do you do live streaming of all your interviews or you just put them up? Yeah, so yesterday we did with Eric Shine, which, you know, because he had heard about me from your show and you, I think, helped introduce us. So uh, we interviewed him. And a lot of the things I just go live and then afterwards I'll put them up in other places because it's easier. And I'm I sort of your style where, you know, I don't care if it's perfect. If you're like, oh, I don't like how this cut went from here to here. I'm like, well, then don't fucking listen. I don't know. I, I don't care. Like, so it's <laughs> like, I, like, I'm not trying to do it, have it be perfect. Uh, and so, you know, some people want to spend 18 hours making things look perfect. Whereas I'm like, you know, hey, if it's 95 percent of the way there and it takes me an hour, I'd rather do that than spend another 15 hours making it. You know. Yeah, it, it, our our problem is is that we do three to four hours at, at yeah. max production a day, and it's just uploading the freaking video. You know, and so I got this, too many things going on. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm I got a, a life, man. I'm running a full time business. I got kids. I mean, I've you know I'm working out, been active. I mean, I'm, I'm not just sitting around here, you know, looking at a computer all day. Well, I sort of am, but <laughs> but uh, let's go. Let's talk about Josh. So you, we were in the break talking about uh, Josh Segerson of World Alternative Media, my uh, partner over there at WAM, and he was yeah he was staying with me for two months. Then he had to go leave uh, America to get back to Canada because his visa was going to expire here. And if he was then caught overstaying his visa, since he's not a Mexican, you know they they actually could uh, you know kick him out of the country forever. <laughs> so he didn't want to have that to happen. So. Uh, he snuck back into Canada, then was quarantined there for 14 days, and you know wasn't even allowed to see his mom. Okay, his mom did, he had crazy. to he had to he had to sneak back. No, in? he didn't mean that. Uh, mean he got back into Canada, right. and then when he got then when he got back in there, uh, I think he was only there for like 16 days, maybe 17 days. Well, he had to quarantine, then, didn't he? Yeah, so he had to quarantine. So then so then he then f- took a flight. Eventually, I think went to uh, Amsterdam, then went over to uh, he's in Montenegro right now, which I think is next to Croatia and. Bulgaria or something because he wanted to be a part of the EU so that way he could travel around the EU fast forward about one week after he gets there and wouldn't you know it that the EU decides to not allow Canadians in the EU anymore and so he's only allowed to be in Montenegro for you know I, for, I forgot if it's, it might be like three months or something uh, or 30 days but anyways it's coming up to where he needs to now figure out his next game plan but all of the EU is barred from him he can't go back to America uh, he definitely doesn't want to go back to Canada because of all the draconian stuff going down there. So he that then it's like, how can he even get from one place to another? Because there's all these stupid rules and they're shutting the door on so many things. But uh, he he's gonna try to actually his like backup plan is either like Tanzania in Africa. Was well, Stevie or, with him? Yeah, and then uh, yeah, she's with him. Then also like Zambia. So I'm like, what is this? what are you gonna be like running around with the elephants like Madagascar or something at the right that which is right next to Madagascar. So he's looking at you know maybe either egypt and, and so there's very few he has very few options and then he also you know outside of you know editing work that he's doing for me and stuff that you know sponsorship that i'm paying for him he's not really making a whole heck of a lot so uh 
yeah, so he's trying to, you know, still live his life and backpacking around the world, except now it's very hard to do that. And the dude is stuck in Montenegro right now, having no idea exactly where what's you know, next. Luke got a fifth wheel with a big, you know, black diesel 2500 pickup truck with titanium testicles literally hanging well, out. Well, I, I know because I told, because originally I told him, you know, I was looking at getting a fifth wheel and a Ram 2500, and he asked me who's the best survivalist I know, and I said Jay Noon. So now he's staying with Jay Noon and has a Ram 2500 with a fifth wheel. So, I mean, why don't you just ask me what I'm going to do next, and then we'll know what Luke's going to do next. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So. Well, he was inspired by, you know, a lot of the people that had uh, good rigs at Porkfest because he came up and he was all masked up and elbow touching and all, man, he was just scared. And I was like, there. I was there. And he was, you know, had his little water gun and he was spraying people who were getting a little bit too close to him. It was and, ridiculous. And, and I and Taryn Lupo and I was staying on Jay Noon's campsite and then Taryn Lupo was next to me and he went and, you know, temporarily had Taryn Lupo's RV. So, yeah, I know. I know the whole deal. And. It's the whole story. Well, this is um, oh, so Donna said uh, the gigabytes ran out on the AT and T. That's what the deal was. Yeah, we hardly ever use that thing. It's it, it it this this internet thing is just pissing me off. Yeah, and they keep changing, and they you can't negotiate or you know talk to anybody or buy more stuff. Well, can I just buy? Nope, you got to buy it on a whatever. I I'm just yeah. getting, but this is what's uh, holding up Luke. You know, traveling around a lot. He's afraid to leave Jay's because he's got an Ethernet, you know, cord in, you know, 150 foot into his rig there. And he can do it because he doesn't get up till, you know, late anyway. And then he does his stuff. He makes his show. He posts. And then he's good. He's just sitting in there in his nice, comfortable double pop out, you know, fifth wheel. It's really pimp, you know, but, um, you know, he's kind of locked there. And he wants to go on the road and us meet up and go different places and so on. You know, what are you doing for Internet? He wants to, like, plug in. I go, well... You know, I mean, I got better. I got a booster and I got two different, I got backups and whatever the hell. But it's not like I'm sitting there with bandwidth, you know, coming out my butt all the time Watching wherever Netflix I'm at. all day, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, you know, that's one thing. Um, Amazon, Netflix, streaming services work great. You know, they, they don't have a problem. You know, it's it's uh, it's when I talk to you. <laughs> so, you know, give me the, before we run out of time, give me the economic uh, view of what's going to happen Regardless of the election, I mean, do you think Trump's going to win? No, I mean, why? Uh, why? I, I we... you know, in the valley up there, there's, you know, Rhea sent me uh, pictures that this last weekend had ninety something miles around the Loop 101 of Trump trucks just going at it. Not a word in the media. Well, I mean, all the all the Trump people, it's great that they're all, you know, circle jerking each other off and, you know, talking about all the, you know, hardcore Trump supporters. But guess what? They don't need to worry about the hardcore Trump supporters that are already going to go vote for them. They need to go worry about, you know, libertarians. They need to go worry about uh, independents that might cross over from them. And uh, I and actually I did want to segue back real quickly before we get back into this. But I have an article here from The Nation from last month, and it goes, How Libertarianism Made Arizona a COVID-19 Hotspot. And they talk about, you know, how Doug Ducey is such a libertarian. And they talk about a school teacher in Peoria, Arizona, which is, you know, exactly where I, where I live right now. And so, uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I guess I did have coronavirus in January, and I'm a libertarian. So I guess, you know, maybe I did cause Arizona to be a hotspot. I don't know. But uh, anyways, I did, I did a quarantine when I, when I had it. But, you know, there's so many reasons. I mean, you've had Bev Harris on your show. I mean, the first 
time I was ever on her show, she was also the guest along with John Brakey. And they have Fraction Magic and they have all this other yeah. BS that they can do. And so, can they, and so guess what? They didn't really need to pull out all the stops in 2016 because – you know they were all smoking their own dope, and they all realized that they were gonna. They thought they were gonna win no matter what. And so since they thought they were gonna win no matter what, they didn't have to go. Uh, they didn't really think they were gonna have to go pull out all these stops. You're not gonna go commit a felony as part of the deep state if you think Hillary has it in the bag no matter what. I mean, so you know, there's probably the guy probably got a little bit lazy. She wasn't out there campaigning, and you know nowadays, you know because of coronavirus, you know Biden can use that as a convenient excuse. So. You got the fact that the and I don't need to tell you this that we, we don't even know if the votes are even counted correctly. So it's all just a you know a, a futile effort to go spend all this time campaigning when the effing votes aren't even counted correctly. So that's you know number one. And they've got you know retail voting fraud, you know voting multiple times. They've got sneaking in dead people, snuffing stuffing. Uh, well, ballots. from previous, you know, that's what we talked to Breaky about. You know, from previous um, uh, election cycles and understanding what they to to sell their equipment. They go. We have this great super feature of it backs up, and you can. And they turn it can, off, and, and then they and they delete all the ballots. Exactly. And Dr. Shiva, where the ballot is what's actually counted, and what's counted is the image of the ballot. That is that that means that the image of the ballot is the ballot. But then they destroy the image of the ballot, which is the ballot. And so they, it's complete. <clears throat> oh, we didn't know. You know we, we don't want to store it because you know it costs too much money. Yeah, bullshit. Well, you know, Shiva and I had this conversation. I I'm, know, I know, I know you <clears throat> did. And then so then Shiva's you know didn't take it seriously enough because you know the, he knows everything. And, you know, don't tell Shiva what to do. So, you know, he should have listened to you three years ago when you were talking about this. Yeah, that's, that is a trait of Shiva. I mean, I, I like him, but he and I got I into it last yeah, time because he's, you know, he, he is kind of, a, you know, got an entitled kind of thing, you know. And I, you know, and I, I hate that we left on, a, you know, a bad note, but I, I'll try and get him back on. Yeah, reach out defend, to Dr. Shiva, Donna, on the election him. stuff. And I defend him against, you know, all the RFK attacks and everything else. Uh, he was on my case for having an article RFK, you know, defended himself on the fact that he even put it up. He was freaked out about. <laughs> I'm crazy about my. Yeah, that's what it was. He he was like, uh, you know, hey, 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 I, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not threatening or anything. I'm not telling you what to do, but, but you put up. And I'm going, oh, don't. Who you think you're talking to, man? I go, you can come on oh, and say whatever reads, you want. At least he reads the site. So. Yeah, well, I uh, told him, I said, you can come on and say whatever you want. You know, you say it, you know, come on. and Well, I'm not going to enter into that. I go, I don't, you know, one, you're confusing me with someone that cares. That's the first thing, you know. So, whatever. Um, do you want to break over, uh, to go over more of these thing. reasons, or do, do we want to wait till we're back on the show? or uh, To do what? More reasons why I thought Biden was going to win. Yeah, you can say whatever, but. I don't know if you if you wanted me to save it or if you wanted me to. Uh... Um, Actually, here, here look. Here, I'm look, not. Look I don't want to try to. Okay. Do uh, no. Donna wants to switch back to the. They. I mean, it's not. It's a bandwidth thing. It's got, you know, limitations on. Uh, nah, you know that, you know. Yep. They're good enough, man. I don't want to risk it, you know. But the. Um, okay, uh, I didn't know. If we're, I didn't know if we're still streaming out anywhere right now. If. Uh... Yeah, we're streaming. See, that's one thing. You you got to get a certain bandwidth to be able to stream and the network. Because if I just cut the, you know, cut your video. This is, because it's a Zoom thing, too, uh, adds to it. Let me do this. I'll just put your pretty slide pictures up. Test, test, test. One, one, one. Okay. Be, um, go ahead and give me a count to five. 
five, four, three, two, one. God, who doesn't do that? One, you went backwards, but Corbett will Corbett will not do it. He can't count to five. He'll go, you know, Peter Vanderschnatt or something, whatever the hell he'll do, but he's not counting for me. He's just not doing it. <laughs> he's going, nope, 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 nope. Okay. I, I, I deliberately went backwards. So I know that you complained about or you made a comment about somebody else going backwards once. So. Yeah. I cut <laughs> Zoom video. I was thinking of doing it in Spanish. Now. Yeah, Bob's listening and telling me what the quality is. A lot of the guys keep me up on this. I'm going, you know, so, okay, so how's it now? After I cut this or do that, you know. Well, it's good you got all the – hey, Bob, but, yeah, it's good you got all those people doing that because it is a pain in the butt trying to monitor everything yourself and to keep a flow of the conversation and make sure all the streaming is right. It's, yeah, it's a big pain. Okay. How do I take a – no. Okay, wait. Oh, all right. Swipe up to see your snapshot. No. Ah, damn it. Copy. Yeah, somebody wants. To, yeah, that person that wanted to talk about annuities. You know what was that I just about? I I just got uh, the voicemail because I was I was doing a, a live show yesterday and I think I came in during the live show uh, late at night and then I got it five seconds before I came on the show so I've got it written down to give her a call when I'm off of here. So I want to send her. Tins. Yeah, she was. Yeah, I did a two different podcasts yesterday and was pretty tied up. I think it did like three hours worth of full, like a normal day for you, but. Okay, we'll come back a little bit. Banners, graphics, and more. Promote.lrn.fm. Roads? It's the Ernest Hancock Show. Where we're going, there aren't any roads. Yeah, there's roads all over the country. And I tell you, as you're getting in the back roads, it's Trump, 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 Trump. So if he loses, you know, which is, you know, not surprised me. I didn't think he was going to win in 16 for just these very reasons. And they go, oh, 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 oh. I did, th- I, oh. I did think he was going to win. So everyone who says, oh, well, you know, I, I said he was going to win. And I said they're going to blame it on the Russians, too. So. I mean, I don't know how many of the people have a vi- on video saying that they're going to blame it on the Russians. So and this is before I really even started making videos. It was a Facebook Live that was like two minutes long and uh, in September of 2016. So they're going to blame it on the Russians. So, you know, and I know other people like Dr. Frank will say, oh, well, he predicted Trump was going to win. Well, I did, too. So uh, but think of, there's so many states where he won by like a coin flip. That Trump did. And so yeah. all you need to do is have a few disaffected people. You piss off 1% of libertarians because who voted for him because he's you know, now dropping more bombs than Obama did or the mother of all bombs. Also had the, uh, you know, going into, you know, Syria under under BS pretenses, you know, continuing on with a lot of this. St- I mean, I don't even know if he even believes that, but, you know, why. But, you know, it's 4D chess and all this other crap that we're always, always here. Um, you know, then going and having the Fed now owning a third of all mortgages, having the Federal Reserve, you know, double in size in just a, a few months, you know, having somebody like Jerome Powell getting in there, 
uh, who's a complete swamp creature, having Gary Cohn being the first economic advisor. I didn't bust my ass for Trump to get in there to pick Gary Cohn, Mr. Effing Carving Tax, who loves Hillary Clinton, getting in there. So, you know what? At this point, you know, if Trump, and, and guess what? I'm kicked off YouTube. I'm shadow banned off Facebook, where my reach has been decimated by over 99.99%. I've got less people following me today than I did two months after my page was created. And Trump has done jack shit to help any of us out. Uh, not that I'm looking for any handouts. I'm not looking to, I wasn't trying to cash in off the Trump name like so many of these sellouts are doing. Uh, and I'm sure we can think of, you know, a lot of the people out there who have completely sold out to Trump. But a lot of them weren't even Trump supporters. When he was running, they just, you know, guys like Ben Shapiro, who, you know, all of a sudden now is, you know, I, I sort of think of him as like kind of the new Glenn Beck or something, like a big judoscope for the, you know, kind of like liberty movement. But uh, you got all these people who, you know, weren't really st- stand up for him now. Now they're all super cocky. And that cockiness is going to, you know, they're, and no matter what happens, it's definitely a whole hell of a lot closer than uh, most people would have made this out to be a year or two years or three years ago. Everyone thought it was going to be Trump, 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 Trump. And I think, you know, even if Trump ends up winning, you know, I still think the fact that it's going to be this close and you know, I'm, I'm predicting it's going to be close. A lot of people, even, you know, Alex Jones, I heard him yesterday saying Trump's, you know, basically got it in the landslide. And I heard, you know, all these other, you know, uh, you know, a bunch of other commentators think that Trump still has it in the landslide. But uh, I think it's going to be much, much closer than anybody thinks. And everyone who thought that Trump's going to, you know, steamroll this is going to be sadly mistaken. And they should have made more inroads with, you know, independence liberty people i mean even like i think i i i thought i listed after trump won who were his mvps of who helped get him elected and uh you know no particular order here but i thought you had guys like you know matt drudge very high on the mount rushmore of people that helped get him elected and now drudge uh you know has gone completely off the rails and his in the past month or two has been a complete trump derangement syndrome so I mean, I, I look at Drudge just to monitor what's going on every day, and, and it's you know, it's you know, somebody's got to him or something, or he has a vendetta against Trump now. But it's you know, there's not a whole lot of showcasing of negative Hunter Biden stuff. There's you know, it might be watching CNN or something. So you know, he's taken out of the game. Roger Stone was another guy that was you know cr- crucial in Trump winning the first time. That's why they had the power structure had to go after him. He's sitting on the sidelines this time, you know, basically neutralized by the deep state. Alex Jones. Uh, another, he, I mean, he was like one of the top 50 people Trump called after he got after he he won because he knew how much of an influence Alex Jones had getting out information. Alex Jones has been sidelined, shadow banned, off, uh, basically, you know, off all the social media platforms and YouTube well, and everything. You know, else. you and I both watched him on Rogan uh, last night. I watched it, and he he had a couple of, you know, a couple of bourbons, and um, he was talking about after this man, he needs to take a break. You know, he's got to get healthy and. Just kind of, you know, it's just 18-hour days of, you know, going up against they, them, those. And um, I'm wondering, are there replacements? You know, are there people? I think a lot of people, he used to be all by himself. You know, and then, of course, when I was in Terran Radio in Phoenix, there, you know, how many other anti-war libertarians are on drive radio? I mean, you know, so it's it's gotten to where... There's more. There's you and there's, uh, you know, all these other guys. But all these people that I know in the liberty movement, they're getting cut off. You know, they're, you know, if not, you know, financially, that that doesn't work. They just turn you off. You're not on. So if Trump loses, I'm going to get what I thought was going to happen last time. We're going to get uh, Trump TV. 
Yeah, I mean, that depends how much, you know, and the thing is, I mean, Trump paradoxically has been the best thing that's ever happened to the media. I mean, the guy helped, you know, so while, the, while, he, while they're making, you know, millions of dollars, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars off, you know, Trump derangement syndrome, you know, what are they going to talk about if Trump, lo if Trump loses? I mean, that's, they almost need it. The media almost needs him to win in order to keep all their BS, you know, and, and keep their, you know, market caps afloat. And meanwhile, Trump used to make most, most of his money, uh, you know, the past 10 years was coming off The Apprentice. And so now, these other companies are making the money off of him basically, you know, giving away everything for free while his own personal empire is, you know, crumbling. So, yeah, I could see him going the TV route, but I could also see the deep state going after him big time and trying to put him up to jail for life because, uh, you know, they want to make a message to anybody else that tries to, you know, pull Donald Trump in the future of, hey, listen, you know, you might want to think you're going to come in here and shake things up and not play ball with Washington. Well, you know, uh, we didn't have to put a bullet in your head like we did with other people, but, you know, maybe we're going to go and ruin your entire life and put you in jail and, and, and put you through the ringer, which they've already done, put him through the ringer. And just in case, you know, the FBI is listening, I'm not advocating anybody goes and puts a bullet in anybody's head. That's something that, that you guys do at the FBI, not something that I do. I'm just pointing <laughs> that out. And, uh, and with Donald Trump, I mean, it's, I'm actually surprised that he hasn't been uh, taken out by now. I mean, I sort of thought that that would have been that there's no way. They don't want to make him a martyr. They need to they need to defame him first. They got to kill the name. You know, that's uh, what we learned from Gladiator. You know, oh, no, 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 no. They got no. They got to they got to defame you first. You know, they don't yeah, now I think it's going to I mean, ultimately, if it's Joe Biden, it's going to be President uh, Kamala Harris. And and oh, my God, what a disaster that's going to be but you know I, i'm actually think I, I didn't i didn't actually uh go ahead and like do like the mail-in voting thing because i didn't change my address i didn't take the 15 seconds to go ahead and do that but i'm thinking about going to the station without without a mask just to see if, if they'll like let me even vote and then just so i can write in either nobody or maybe or maybe kanye so i might either go there without a mask see if it's, it becomes like a big ordeal is there a requirement well, I mean, it's and I mean, everybody here in Arizona, dude, is wearing masks. Like every, like every, like almost. And now you go to like a park. They just opened up this really nice park by me, and uh, you know, there's hundreds of people there. Like maybe two percent of people have have masks on, uh, which is really great to see. And then you know, but then they all go to the grocery store, and they all go around town, and they all go you know to school, and they all go to their jobs. They're all you know, a lot of people are wearing masks in their cars and. And, you know, people are just, you know, complete slaves over here. So, you know, we need you back here. We need to have some more civil disobedience with, with Ernest Hancock. I've been rolling around everywhere here without a mask. And, uh, you know, it's only place somebody said something was in Flagstaff. Uh, was the only time I got denied, you know, going into a place. And in Prescott, they uh, were pretty crazy up there, too, because the health inspectors were going nuts and telling people, hey, you know, if you go to this place, you can't dance. You know, we're at, like, we're, uh, you know, the... Oh, I'm trying to think of the name. I think it was called like the something or the Station Palace or Palace Station, the original one up in Prescott. And yeah, and right next to it. I mean, they're trying to say, you know, hey, people aren't allowed to dance. We're talking about the oldest rodeo town in the world. Right. And now you're seeing all these, you know, cowboys with sidearms walking down the streets with masks. Nah. And so I'm like, you know what? Everyone is, thinks that they're going to go take guns to go up against the, the government and they're going to go, you know, take their AR-15s and start shooting people. You know what? All of you, uh, and, and again, I don't even, I, all the words I want to say are not radio friendly, but all of you who are too much of basically pussies to walk around without a mask on, you think that you guys are going to go and now start it, taking up guns against people? Give me a break. I mean, 
there's no men left in this country. Everyone's a bunch of babies, and I can't wait to Ernie gets back here. So then that way we can have some you know big civil disobedience. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to. We're getting everything set up for, and we'll be there around. We're trying to get there before Thanksgiving, and um, we'll be there for the holiday at least six weeks. You know, the middle of January. And we're definitely because we know where to go and what to do and how the media and who and it'll be after the election. So it'll be you're going to get love bust. Arizona is going to oh, we're going to bring it on. And that's one thing that we know is all the you know work that you've done, you know, in the past and you build it up and you know, do media packets of here we go. And after the election, you may be more inclined, but it's um, it's a county thing. You know, I can see we when we come back. Arizona, we're going to have to be acting. You know, Donna's like, oh, my God, we got to do this more. I go, especially all this stuff that we've done is built up to be able to to do this. It's Super Bowl time right now. Yeah, it's so. Super Bowl time. Oh, nobody watched the World Series. There was a World Series? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it know. was it was like 20%, you know? You know I, saw, I saw on Sam Tripoli's Instagram that uh, that the Dodgers won, so you know, I did so because he's a huge Dodgers fan. But outside of that, I would have no, I, I could care less about baseball. I, I, I didn't even know if it was over until Donna checked this morning. Uh, the Dodgers won last night, I guess. I don't really count baseball as a real sport, anyways. I mean, I mean, you gotta you gotta go work out after after you go play baseball to go get some exercise, and like that one onion ad that you had a few years ago. <laughs> now I just pissed off all the Q people. I pissed off all the mask wearers. I pissed off all the uh, you know. Uh, baseball fans out there but you know what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah after you play this baseball you got to go work out <laughs> I've <never heard> yeah. <laughs> that before. <laughs> yeah. well, i will say baseball is hard i'm not good at baseball you know hitting a ball is hard i have bad shoulders so i can't throw and i don't i just think it's too boring for me I mean, i've got too much add i can't sit around while you know one person's out there working so if you're the catcher or you're the pitcher yeah you're getting you're probably getting a good workout in but you know other than that it's just I don't know. I've never really been thrilled by baseball. Maybe when I was like eight, but I'm not eight, eight anymore. So I don't watch. I don't watch baseball. And it's all you know. And then you gotta go watch people with cardboard cutouts in the stands and all this other crap. Ridiculous. And, and then in the dugout, you got guys, you know, wearing their mask and stuff. And just I, the fear. I'm going. Where are the men? You know, where are the men? I'm looking. For, um, I was talking to a uh, legislator here, uh, well in Michigan. And, uh, you know, he's 62, 63 years old, a welder, small business owner, whatever. He's only one of, you know, eight guys out of hundreds of legislators. And uh, he's he's like, you know, what the hell? I go, are, are, are there any men and women? I mean, you know, really strong. Nope. They're 23-year-old living in their grandma's basement telling you how to live your life. Are there any cisgendered males out there? <laughs> no, you can't. You got you to. Gotta... And I define what, what what type of man. But anyways, I've got a nine, nine o'clock uh, uh, appointment I've got to make, so I got I got to run. But it was great hanging with you and the audience, and uh, hope I didn't offend too many people out there. Yeah, too late. <laughs> All, right. All right, talk to you later, man. Oh yeah, oh the LibertyAdvisorShow.com. We just got uh, you know our, our media site. Actually, the second revamp of it just happened like moments ago, so you can find all the different places. And besides YouTube, that I'm on like Odyssey and Library and BitChute and yeah, Cam we're going to you know I'm going to spend some time in Washington doing it. Whatever we don't finish when I see you and get on the bus, help me. Whatever, I just need to you know make decisions on the social media, and we'll see how um, Float has been. You know, processing this stuff. Yeah, you know, I I, I got to make a decision on a lot of this stuff. It keeps changing all the time, and I don't want to invest in crap. You know, but all right, man, I'll let I you go. You. Peace, right, brother. Thanks for having me. Bye. Yep, better.